Welcome to episode 12 of the Masterclass Podcast. Welcome to the Masterclass Podcast. My name is Michael Tabaradi, business coach and mindset mentor. And each week we bring you an inspiring person or empowering message to help you unleash your personal power. Thanks for tuning in. Now let the class begin. If you're looking to start an online service-based business as a personal brand, yet don't know what to do and how to start, then you have come to the right place. What if you could have a systematic step-by-step approach to building your business? It so happened that I have that very blueprint and I'm offering business coaching to help personal brands build their online service-based business. You will learn how to find your value, discover your ideal customer, set up your business, create your product whilst making money and launch your business to eventually scale it. If you're interested, send me a direct message on Instagram at Mike underscore Tabaradi. That is Mike underscore T-A-B-I-R-A-D-E. Or feel free to comment below and I'll get in touch. Once again, if you want to start an online service-based business as a personal brand, contact me and we can make this truly happen. Now let's get started with the podcast. It was Gustav Flaubert who once said, travel makes one modest. You see what a tiny place you occupy in the world. Hey everyone, welcome to this episode. We have an ambitious and hardworking travel entrepreneur who makes travel exciting. I'd like to all introduce you to the amazing and fun-loving Doyen. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, guys. How are you doing today, Doyen? I'm very well, thank you. Hey, fevered out. My oh. nose has blocked my eyes. I'm itching, but I'm good. <laughs> I'm alive. Good, good. We want you to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's great that you're on the Masterclass podcast. And, you know, I thought it'd be a great addition to really see what your lifestyle is about and what you actually provide for people from a, a travel point of view and even from a, a leadership point of view. So to kickstart it, um, what is it that you actually do? Um, good question. <laughs> I should, I'm asking myself that now. <laughs> um, so I um, run an array of things. I guess um, nine to five-ish, I project manage um, in the financial sector and I guess five to... 2am i actually run a travel blog called move with doing um, and that blog has sort of branched out more into a brand so it's okay. primarily about advocating travel and working with brands to try and influence and just get people to travel and to experience and hopefully to branch out into whatever they are passionate about and for me it's travel so it's just I use that and my my blog as a means to inspire people to hopefully do what they love and you know of course offer advice and work with brands to run them campaigns on traveling and I am through that as well I also run a travel community called the Black British Travel Meetup so as the world um, the name entails we actually you know set up events and meetups all around London and the world actually we've done some in Lagos um, in Ghana as well as um, the the states so yeah we run meetups all around the world with people to come together build a community um, of like-minded people who just want to you know travel and talk about their experiences as, as traveling black or even anyone who just has an interest in in the black travel um, sector or just you know black travel community really and um, one of the biggest things that I do as well is I'm co-founder of the Wing Collective which is a UK um, owned travel 
company. So we create group travel experiences as well as create travel content for international brands from the Ritz Carlton to Airbnb to Retail London. So yeah, that's um, some of what I do. And I also just like to chill and sleep. (laughs) Yeah, man, I was going to say, with all them things running in the background, you know, you're going to need to chill and sleep. So um, (laughs) this is all very exciting stuff. And I can hear the passion behind your voice. And you really do know your stuff. I'd like to ask, where did it all begin for Doyen? Where did it all start for Doyen? Sure. Um, well, I was born in 1990. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, you can go that deep if you want to. No, no, no. So I guess I was brought up in Peckham. And for me, travel was never something that we would do. We would like travel to the West End, which is the circus, as um, most people may know. And for me, that was actually like traveling. Like, I just always had an urge to get out. Oh, Peckham, I love Peckham. Um, no shade, like I love, love, love it. It's home. But, I mean, just get out of where I'm from and get out from where I'm used to. So I've sort of always really had that urge. Like on the weekend, I always want to go for bike rides with my friend and I just ride around London and do things that people may have associated with white people, in essence. Um, and it was something that my mom didn't really advocate for us to do because she really wanted to protect us and keep us at home and studying as many Nigerian parents um, were and still are to this day. So I think it properly happened when I had my own freedom, I would say, when I went to um, university. And I was actually approached by one of my really good friends who I studied economics. Sorry, I went to the same school as uh, Michael, actually. Hey, hey. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so a friend of mine approached me and said, hey, let's go on a study abroad program. And I just kind of like, laughed in their face, like, what's that? Like, who does that? Why don't, we don't do that. Like, it was something that we wasn't spoken about in my community, at home. And I didn't know anyone who had took, taken out a year to tr- just travel and study. That was just weird. So... I did a bit of research, which was like two minutes. I was like, sick. To <laughs> I'm sold. It's Student loan is like covered. Okay, I still get whatever. Boom. I'm sold. So we went to Vancouver, Canada in 20, was it 12 to 13 or something like that? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so we went to Vancouver, Canada. Me and my friend, we studied at SFU University. And I think from then I was like, whoa, this world is mad. There's like so much you can do. There's so much that you're not mm. told that you can do. And there's so like much just out there. So I think from then, this is where I realized like, yo, I can do anything. Um, wow. I can get myself to Vancouver 10 hours away. Um, I can do anything. And I sort of just started documenting it. I don't even know why. what, what were we doing in 2012? Because I, I wasn't, I was on Instagram, but it was more like dead pictures. You know? Well, apparently <laughs> the no, world was no going to end. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. So I don't know. I was just maybe just documenting it with, um, with my own community on my Facebook, on my Instagram. People are like, this is amazing. And I was just known for that as that girl who just travels. And I think from then, we literally would just, you know, a weekend, we'll we'll try and make like a weekend in LA. And I think when you're a broke student, you try anything. You try and get, we really wanted to travel. So we tried to use every means possible. We would go on a Greyhound for like 20 quid from Vancouver to Seattle, Mm, which is like, you know, a five hour bus ride. And that's going to another country in essence. And then we would go, from Vancouver to Seattle to LA by plane and then we just we just made friends from all over the world as well started traveling more and then when I actually finished my year abroad in April because the terms in America and Canada are quite different I finished in the spring term Mm -hmm. I literally my just if you think about do you remember April is when your student loan kind of drops do you remember like April May so I was like oh my god because it didn't coincide with the British terms I thought I am 
balling. I decided to just travel. I went to America. Um, sorry, America. That sounds so stupid. I went to New York. I went to LA. Went to San um, Fran and traveled a bit around um, British Columbia, which is near Vancouver. And I was like, this is so dope. I was documenting it on my Insta Instagram. I don't think it was Insta story then on my nah, Instagram um, mm-hmm. feed, and then people were like, "You need a blog. You need a blog. This is mad. Like, how are you doing this?" I think I had Twitter then because I had Twitter. I was one of the oldies. I was on yeah, Twitter yeah, for a bit, yeah. and like I stopped then. using it, and I jumped on it um, again. Mm-hmm. And maybe just tweeting not as much as more more on on Twitter. And people were like, "Oh my gosh, this is mad. How do you do this?" People started asking questions, and um, I actually didn't start my blog there. And I came back to London, finished my degree in 2014. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of was like, okay, cool, this is nice, but I don't want to go into like a dead grad job. Like I've seen, and I know that there's more out there that I want to achieve, but not undermining anyone who wants to run into the corporate sector because I'm in it myself. But of I knew course. that I didn't want to run into a graduate job that I would be bound for two, three years. And I knew that I get bored easily. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, then one's way, if you don't finish your grad scheme, you have to pay them back or whatever. Um, so I was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not down for that. Mm. <laughs> so I decided to, um, I applied for a scholarship, which was again, random. So again, opportunity, this just shows how important grab and everything um that comes into comes your way is so important when you're young because that's how you grow so i literally just jumped on board um i went to a grad fair in leicester and um, mm-hmm. they had like a graduate fair and i just think i would just walk past like all the kpmg because i kind of knew that i was going to apply for them and i did apply had interviews didn't get <laughs> to the last place so i thought okay this clearly isn't for me um, <laughs> yeah. so yeah during that grad um, fair i walked up to they were called crcc asia i think i walked up to them because i saw like holy <laughs> like people traveling i saw i think they had a banner <laughs> with a globe map and it just looked cool and had all the had, like, signs Square, the great wall of china like this is a sign i walked up to them I was like what's this about so, yeah we're and um, we run internship schemes to um, in partnership with the British Council to try and promote British young Brits going out to China and going out to Asia and coming back and bringing something profitable back to the UK mm-hmm. so I thought this sounds sick um a couple of months in summer why not um, I was like, okay, I'm not paying though to do an internship. I just didn't, I don't believe in even paying for education to talk about paying for a job. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So um, this is why I was like, okay, how can I do this? I'm going to make it work. And then I find out they have a, um, a scholarship scheme for kids who are students who are on, you know, first or a two one who are doing academic well and who can get, you know, good feedback from their university. Mm-hmm. I was like, sick, I'll apply for this. It sounds good. Um, so I applied and then they were like, yeah, you got a full scholarship. This is probably January, wow. Um, wow. January that I was graduating in 2014. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to China for three months. That's amazing. Um, finished my degree and then, yeah, I headed out to China uh, in about July, end of July and came back, yeah, maybe October or something to travel after. And then, yeah, this is again another opportunity where I worked for a big global bank. Mm-hmm. We just, it was just about 200 interns from all over the world coming together, sailing one hotel in Shanghai working having fun experiencing learning mandarin together like it was just a crazy opportunity and again it just opened my eyes to like this is crazy mm. and one thing that i'll never forget on that experience is i was i remember being the go-to person so it was weird, okay. just weird how things come into play i became that person that i just started planning trips and planning things so i planned a trip to hangzhou mm-hmm. which is um i think east uh, west was, of um shanghai or so something. S- sorry to interrupt and was I this that trip was this on the yeah, sure. actual uh when you were in uh, uh, China? China, yes. This was when ah, I was actually okay. in China. Just, okay. And I sort of made made mates with the other interns. And we were quite a tight-knit group. Mm-hmm. 200, you know... 200 Im- strong. Immigrants, foreign uh, expats, sorry. Um, uh, you know, out in China, we tried to stay really close together. Um, not, of course, with everyone. But we, if we saw people, we'd say hi, that kind of vibe. So, yeah. 
I remember planning, this is like, I probably remember I planned the trip to Hangzhou and I also planned a trip to the Great Wall of China and it was quite difficult to plan, but I was like, I'm going to do this. I remember people coming to me and they gave me the money and I had to like manage that out of China, took their passports when we got them photocopied. And um, this, I'm going to then fast track to now where mm-hmm. I co-found the Wing Collective where we create group travel experiences and produce content for brands all over the world. Mm-hmm. So the Wing Collective, you can find us on Twitter, our creative team is called the Wing Collective. Our trip subsidiary is the Wing Collective Trips. Um, and yeah, so as it says, we, as I just mentioned, we create group experiences. Um, and we've now, we launched in last June, June, where we sold out, we took 25 people to Morocco. Oh, wow. And just if you sort of just try and gauge this, this is where I was 2014 planning trips for group of interns out in china and now i'm planning trips for people all over the world and how wow. you know holding a profitable business so it just shows that like i went out there grabbed the opportunity and i thought okay i'm gonna do something that i enjoy mm. and i kind of thought you know when you hear those, those you know all the time do what you love do what you love and, but it's weird that now we're in 2018 where it's actually come to fruition where i've actually taken what i was doing out of a hobby to um to actually become a profitable business and you know, take leadership and grow and, and all that all that jazz so yeah i think i wanna when people are like how did you how did it start i guess that's kind of how it started when i was in china and i was just doing something out of a hobby and then an opportunity came when my co-founder um, clay i run it with his sister so me clay and camille so yeah he just said um he approached me last year when i came back from a trip in southeast asia and he said hey like, you love to travel he literally said you love to travel i love to travel <laughs> i have no seriously people always want to travel with us we've got amazing content we have we have we know amazing videographers amazing creators who will create content for us and for brands that we could sell um, and partner with why don't we just set up a company and this is kind of how it literally started so as i mentioned we started we took took our first trip last june we took people to morocco and we're now holding our what eight series trip so mm-hmm. we try and go wow. every month mm-hmm. um with some you know months to, to strategize so pretty much almost every month but this year we'll be going every month possibly even twice a month to and um, because we've got a team now to take people i mean it's for experiential trips all around the world so we've been to cuba twice two sellouts and that's one of our hottest ones two sellouts for morocco we're actually going next week we've got dubai that we've just launched that's in november and it's we just launched two days ago and we're halfway sold out already mm-hmm. um and we went to marseille we've been to portugal where else have we been to yeah and we're going to yeah rome this year as well jamaica in january that's going to be a hot one <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's just our emails are insane but yes that's just something that has come out of a hobby so where we take people on group experiences group experiential trips and where we run things such as like even charity events and we partnered with schools in Bali mm-hmm. and last month we partnered with a school where we ran our give back session and in South Africa in August we're partnering with Vitae London the yeah. London based luxury watch brand and who actually give part of their earnings to a charity in South Africa so we're actually running a, a session out there with them in South Africa um so yeah it's just about doing what you love and bringing everything together and bringing people you know together and that's kind of how that's branched out and we of course also as I mentioned run a creative um, stream so it's more of our creative creative agency where we create content for brands you know as we're traveling all around the world it's just so easy and easily accessible to get amazing content mm-hmm. that brands cannot get um by being based in one place so yeah we've partnered with and hotels at ritz carlton riyadh anata one of like riyadh fairs one of the best hotels in morocco and um, we've partnered with so many like travel and lifestyle brands as well to um, produce content for them so so that's kind of how that's happened it's it's, which a, is, um, it's a shame that you know we don't have the full hour 
but yeah. I've got loads <laughs> of questions, but I'm going to try and be as efficient as I can with these questions. No worries, no worries. So, uh, first question is, so w- what is your main streams of income when it comes to Move With Doyne and all of the other stuff that you do? Is it the sure. itineraries or is it the partners? Like, how do you form those partnerships? How does that usually work for you typically? Sure. So I get this question quite a lot and actually blogged about um, how I bagged my first sponsorship. This was last year. So my blog's about only a year and a bit old, yeah. <laughs> which is weird. Yeah. Um, but for example, if you read that blog post on Move of Doyen, I bagged that sponsorship with Italian Royal Company. So they actually paid me to go out there and pretty much document my journey. And this, of course, would have paid for my, you know, my travel and all my expenses and my hotel as well as a fee. So that's kind of how that that works in that sense. And um, I've also partnered with Skyscanner. So I'm an ambassador for a global ambassador for Skyscanner. Fantastic. And I run quite a few, um, find a really big campaign, actually one in, in particular on Twitter. So I use Twitter the most, I guess, to offer more travel tips and advice and to partner with um, brands. So I think you get to interact a bit more with the clients and mm-hmm. um, just people rather than Instagram's great, but I don't use it as much because, um, you know, you can't just, I don't tend to, to post like three, five, three times a day, whereas on tw- Twitter you could tweet hundred times a day if you mm-hmm. wish. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, in that sense, um, for Skyscanner, I have, of course, I get a fee from them for running that campaign. And, you know, for every app click, you get a certain amount or for every, yeah, it's just to basically to reviews. And, of course, I guess for one thing, for being an influencer, quote unquote, is to always also have a fee just in case nobody actually reads or clicks. <laughs> okay. You've actually, remember, you've actually yeah. done work before that you put in the work. So, yeah, it's all about just trying to talk about and... I guess negotiate a fee as well for your service because you're actually doing work. And for my blog, so a lot of people think my blog is like I get paid. So I get so many emails, not not um, be boastful or whatever, but mm-hmm. my I love to be the sole contributor of my blog because it's more authentic and it's me offering advice. And, I, I don't know if I you know, Mary that. who sends me emails saying I'll pay you five hundred pounds for a contribution. I get the what, same. What thing. Did, yeah, <laughs> of course. I'm sure a lot of influencers do, and yeah. actually you get a lot from Americans as you know Americans are really big on that yeah sort of content market right now especially with blogs but yeah i i I don't make money from my blogs um it's me just having fun sharing tips so i don't yeah so just sort of like my own little diary so my blogs don't make money but it's more the partnerships that i do um in terms of move with doyen so just 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 to interrupt there um would you say your blog and all your socials are your marketing streams or do you have other ways to market yourself uh, so I use there's so many ways like this is marketing for example um, but course. primarily it's uh, so I use my blog of course I use social media I use Twitter I go to, I go to quite a few events and I also run quite a few events as I mentioned Blackface Travel Meetup so I think just using that and using your network um, around and you know I be, tend to get quite a few requests to write in um, print as well as digital travel lifestyle um papers so that's also another means as well um mm-hmm. but yeah most of our guests is actually social media i'll say marketing mm-hmm. um and and face-to-face interaction and podcasts and the likes which is which is quite good but yeah that's something for example in, in terms of with a wing collective that we're trying to work on is um we want to tap into more of the american market so we it's been amazing like we're selling out quite a lot but looking at our demographics most of our market are european based and we know from reading like crazy stats from the insider like 80 millennials spend in in the u.s spend like 80 percent of their income of their disposable income on travel and mm-hmm. lifestyle and food so imagine tapping into that 
Yes, it's, it's going like, to <laughs> We only travel more in Europe, but they travel big. Like They'll save up for a whole year and do like a one whole month big trip, and we want to tap into that. Mm. So this is why we are trying to push them. Hopefully we're going to have them um, sort of a... Did you call it a boot camp where we're going to all move out to another country and just work on growth and spend and that likes them? Because, yeah, we want to tap into a bigger market if we want longevity. And people will always travel. It's a bit like weddings and the funeral industry, right? You would never really die out because people will always tap into that. They always want to travel. So we will always die. Of <laughs> course. People always get married <laughs> and put a positive note to that. But, yeah, yeah no, it's course. a market that I guess is here forever. But, um, yeah, in terms of Win Collective, we... We use various means, and but predominantly, yeah, social media, which has been amazing. Like, we always run marketing surveys with our customers, and we can most of our clients have booked on via Twitter or Instagram, and it's usually because of the content we create. Mm -hmm. This, again, comes down to creating amazing content and standing out from the saturated travel industry in general on social media, every industry. Of course, <laughs> um, yeah, you just yeah. need to stand out and be unique. That's the whole thing about brands these yeah, days. Yeah, it is, an, and it's also just... So as cliche as it may sound, is making your content look really good. Because if it looks good, yep. people will actually they'll express an interest, whether or not they actually go the other way and actually make a purchase. But it's all about just tapping into people's eyes so that they can actually notice who you are. And of course. Yeah. So I'm going to yeah. ask you nine rapid questions. And when I say rapid, we need rapid responses from them. <laughs> so, so the first question is... Um, where do you see the industry going? The travel industry? Yep. Oh, only up. As I mentioned before, it's an industry that can never run dry. People will always travel. People will always want to, you know, get out of their comfort zone. People will always want, people always have annual leaves and they want to do something with that. And we have all, even though we don't really like push it, but we are black to own, as you can, we don't need to say it every, you know, every day. And we are really trying to, I personally have a passion for making more black people travel and, you know, to get out of their comfort zone and see that the world is bigger than what they may think it's, what, may they, what may, they may see it to be. So, yeah, I think right now, especially in the UK and Europe, we know that black people don't travel that much. So, or like the only, or the only, you know, way that it can go is up is having more black people travel and more people of colour and travel more and more and experience the big, big wide world. So it can only go up. Good, good, good. So next question is, what books do you read? Name your top three personal development or leadership books that you read, if if any. Yeah, sure. So I'm actually reading Jen Sincero, Jen Sincero mm -hmm. Italian lady. So this is how to be, um, so you are a bad house, bad house, how to stop doubting your greatness and start living an awesome life. Mm -hmm. Another book that I'm reading, people might not call it leadership, but it's personal development and education, is Why I'm No Longer Talking to White People About Race by Rene Edo Lodge. And I'm also reading Big Magic mm -hmm. by Elizabeth Gilbert. So that's Big Magic, creating create, creative living beyond fear. So just like the books that will push you to see that the world is bigger than you've imagined and just how to really just be your best self in everything you do and how yeah rather you know try to, try to stay away from some of those very self-helpy books that i can't relate to so it's very much about those books that you know, provide a lot of examples especially those that are quite woman focused as well because they're more relatable and the big the big bad bible as well <laughs> cool 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 yeah. so next question is what influences do you follow and or listen to um i follow quite a few like everyone mm -hmm. um Listen to so I've I listen to podcasts not too often but when I do 
um, I sort of have um, a wave where I go crazy. And I like, I love TED Talks podcasts. Mm-hmm. I love those. They're not influencers, of course, but it's just, you know, you have a bunch of people who have just something amazing to say. So I love TED Talk podcasts. I also love Maya Leakes. Um, so she's the founder of The Curl Box. She has um, a podcast, which is amazing. It's really good. Sorry, I think I just played it. <laughs> so <laughs> like, right. checking my, the ones that I've just listened to. So yeah, hers, hers are really good. Mm-hmm. Um, Oprah's as well are really good. Of course, everyone listens to a bit of Oprah. Has a good. So yeah, I think influencers. That word is so futile, and everyone's an influencer. I think personally. So um, I mm-hmm. think yeah, I just follow even those who people may not have heard of, and I think they're doing amazing things. That's why I really love Twitter because mm-hmm. you can just keep up to date with people who you admire or that you would love to work with, or people who you know you just want to add in just some cool stuff. So yeah, even Sounds just the, the lady down the road who has a flower business, I'll check her out and see what she's up to. Yeah, so sounds good. Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, what are the next steps for Doyen, and what do you hope for Doyen? Sure. So the next steps is a lot. Um, but, well, uh, let, let's try keep it, it uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, to I'll break a minimum. Yeah, for me with Doyen, I just want to sort of. I want to actually change. I don't want to say change. <laughs> let me let me say that again. For me, for me with Doyen, and to go through like sort of a brand change where we move from more of the traditional i'm just a blogger which many people actually i love they don't really see me as that actually it's when it's more like she's just a travel guru which is great like when i ran the um i did a show on bbc rip up britain and they were just still like yeah they're just a travel guru they didn't even put travel blogger they might have but when i was approached it was more we want your travel expertise so someone who is reputable and has something worthwhile to say about travel that's what i want to become that um that for the face of black britain I would say, um, so sort of like leading lady in the travel in- industry, you know, running conferences and workshops and being a part of that community and building that community, which doesn't really exist as much. Um, for Wing Collective, we want to be the best um, creative millennial travel company in the world, like straight up. <laughs> We're like killing it right now. We're so new. The content we create, um, I'm obviously going to speak from a place of bias, but it's amazing. It's something that I have never seen before. Um, so, yeah, I think the Wing Collective, we've got amazing potential just to grow. And we're, we're new. The fact that we're selling out, we're working with amazing brands already. Um, just imagine the scope that we can go into. And also, I'm also branching out because um, I love event management and conference production. So, yeah, I want to be able to run more events like the Black British Travel Meetup and partner with other amazing people to run global scale um, events all over the world that will empower women, black women and travel. So yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. That sounds really positive and I really do hope you do get to that stage. Um, Thank you. We've got three more uh, final questions before I release you into what you need to do. (laughs) (laughs) So next question is, um, what is success to you? Success, I guess it's being able to say that I've done all that I've been called to do. I'm a Christian, so I believe that we all have a purpose. I don't mean it's not rigid, it's not like you must do this, but I believe that our purpose is to fulfill and live our best life and give all that we can. Yeah, I think for me, that's that's literally success. And it's also being able to say, hey, I've got a million pounds, I'm going to give half of this to charity. It's just being able to give without even thinking that bad. Mm-hmm. And um, just enjoying every day as it comes. That's what it is. There's no point in time. There's no when I'm 30 or 40. It's just every day mm. being able to be like, yeah, this was a good day. Sounds good to me. Sounds good to me. And the next thing is, following on from that question, what three things do you think people need in order to be successful? Sure, it's knowledge for sure. <laughs> knowledge. They need they need knowledge, and knowledge is not just like being intelligent. It's about knowing, knowing what's out there. And this is why I think travel is just a great means of 
gaining knowledge and obtaining knowledge, being able to go out there and actually see it for yourself and step into it and hear those stories. So yeah, knowledge is great power as well. When I say power, I don't mean, you know, being Donald Trump, but just have been being powerful in what you do. Mm-hmm. And um, the last one, sorry, we for, go through the question again. <laughs> oh, the lot, just basically one more thing that you think uh, people need to be successful. Yeah, yeah. So, so knowledge, power, and I think a good attitude. Okay. Yep. I see that. I see that. Yep. And the final, the final question is if you could go back five years or even 10 years for that matter, what advice would you give to yourself and why? To just do it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Cool, I like it. We had someone else who said the same thing. I want to say thank you very much for coming onto this podcast for me. Where can people find you? Um, so on Instagram, I am Move with Doyen. On Twitter, I am Move with Doyen. You can also find The Wing Collective, my travel company. We are The Wing Collective and our trips app is The Wing Collective Trips. On Instagram and on Twitter, we are WC Trips. That's where you can find me. Fantastic, fantastic. Hope you have a great day. And on that note, take care, God bless and have you a too. fantastic day. Peace. Bye. Thanks for having me.